Welcome back to Orlando Out of Context. I'm Brian. And I'm Stephanie. And it's been a long time since we've... It's been a minute. ...had a conversation and had a, a podcast in it, this format. Yeah, it's been a while since we sat down and just chit-chatted. Uh, our last episode was with Steve, which we did a Zoom. So... Yeah, we did a, a few Zoom... Uh, we did a few Zooms in a row. Yeah. Which were... They were fine. They were okay. Not, not how... We originally thought we'd want to do this, but we we're doing a lot of things these days we, do we a lot did of never wanted to do. Yeah. <laughs> so, but also I think we've learned a lot in the fact that you know we have to kind of be flexible and you know every single day things are changing yeah. and uh, we just got to roll with it. So we've we're still like I don't know we kind of have half our. T- Part of our bodies are still in quarantine and part of them aren't because things are opening here in Orlando. So we have done stuff. I like to keep my upper half in quarantine and then my lower half can do the living. <laughs> uh, wow. <laughs> um, so, we, you know, we've seen the parks reopening. Uh, we've been to the par- parks. Uh, Stephanie and I went to the Magic Kingdom when it reopened for uh, Passholder Preview. And uh, it was a good experience, minus the fact that it was super hot. Oh, my gosh. It was so hot that day. And then adding a mask on top of that, it's extremely hot. So. I think it's cooled down a bit. I feel like this week has been, like, manageable. The evenings, but not the daytimes. Yeah. I think the mornings and the evenings this week have been decent. And that's why it's... I wish that what Disney would do, they would open it, like two in the afternoon and stay open till like 11 at night yeah that would be super nice that would be ideal because who wants to be in the middle of the heat disney has control over what they do obviously i mean open at nighttime and you know the park has such a lovely i don't know soul to it when it's nighttime all the lights blinking and you know an atmosphere the atmosphere is much nicer in the evening. But that would be my recommendation is at least have one of your parks open late, early in the afternoon and close later in the evening. Like, And I think they've been playing around with hours like in the past month, right? So, they're, so they've reduced their hours from when they originally opened. So they're, they're, reducing, they're reducing Epcot to uh, close at 7 during the month of September, which I think is too early because the sun is still up. It would be nice to go when the sun is down and you don't or you know at least setting so you don't have to deal with the heat of august because it's really hot there's a reason why we normally don't go to the parks during this time and uh i've rediscovered that reason (laughs) that's for sure so the parks are open universal's open um we're recording this on what day is what day of the week is it's a sunday it's august 15th today i was at universal no today's saturday excuse me saturday august 15th it's not 90 day fiance day correct it's not not yet that's tomorrow but i was at universal today and when i went back in june it was a nice calm experience today it was crowded there was a line of cars to get into the to the car plaza to pay their parking fee, and then it was. And you said crowded. how many minutes wait for the train? A hundred and five minutes oh to ride Lordy. Hogwarts. Hogwarts. But Express. that could be because of social distancing rules. 
as far as because it's an enclosed yeah uh, it is you get your own car i think during quarantine like you only get your own little cabin because that train is broken up into cabins so anyway but the parks are opening at universal you know i think that maybe they should maybe they should go to a reservation system there was too many people there in my opinion it was a little too i wonder if they just have maybe not a reservation system but like kind of a counter like you know how at disney you know the duty manager always knows what the in park is. I just don't think that they're willing and to turn people away, even though they were turning people away for Aquatica because they did have a sign as people were driving in that Aquatica hit, hit capacity. So, um, and it could be because you know, uh, if you saw on our TikTok that uh, Universal released a deal this week for buy one day two park and you get entry till. December 24th. Correct. And they had a booth as you left. They had a booth, I think, advertising that. They had some kind of get a four-month pass, upgrade to a four-month pass. So I don't know what the upgrade was. I don't really know. But they had a booth trying to get people to sign up for that as you left. But anyway, as we talk about, that's all I really want to talk about, the parks. Parks are open. I feel very safe in the parks, especially Disney. Disney's yeah. really doing a primo job. And I, I'm probably going to have a, 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 a rude awakening when things are back to normal. <laughs> and I'm like, like Ew, all these anymore. people, all these people around. <laughs> because we were like that before. Like, on a normal basis, we don't like to be around a lot of people. So being in, in this social distancing world is so refreshing. It's really nice. It's it's nice to be in the social really nice. distancing world. Anyway, so you mentioned TikTok, so um, we can talk about TikTok. We're on TikTok now. Yeah, we're on the TikToks, and it's very uh, rewarding. There's yeah. people out there who want to know about Orlando, and they're hungry for the information. It's so much more rewarding than Instagram. We struggled to get where we were uh, in terms of, you know, getting people to learn about the podcast. That's the main reason why to be on social media for us is to get people to, you know, learn about the podcast, want to listen in and tune in. We haven't really focused on that much on TikTok. We've just been generating content. It's like a new way to get content from us. I think it's a good platform for the things that we do because what, what we do is like run down you know, restaurants, uh, places, tips, and having a place where you can do a one-minute format of a video, it's just like a quick commercial for anything. And that's basically what we like to do is create, you know, little commercials for the highlights of Orlando. Right. So I think the way that TikTok is laid out, it's the perfect way for us to get our content so make sure you follow us on orlando uh on tiktok at orlando out of context same as you would follow us on instagram hopefully tiktok uh survives (laughs) you know and it's not shut down and hopefully they figure it out but uh it's been it's been fun it's kind of a creative outlet to do some different stuff and you know share share the good things that are happening in orlando in a different way so um and we're posting our a lot of our tiktoks we post on instagram so if you follow us on instagram that's great you're gonna see a lot of what we post but there are some things that we don't post on instagram that are on tiktok um that we feel that don't really belong on instagram so make sure you uh if you don't if you don't have tiktok consider downloading it i mean it is a little addictive it's probably it's a lot addictive. Be ready to sit for hours on end, just t- 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 swiping through. Yep, exactly. But uh, yeah, so we've been, that's something we've been doing in 
and we didn't work we were consuming tiktok i think in the beginning of quarantine and i begged you to do tiktoks with me and you wouldn't but then all of a sudden you got to bug up your ass to do tiktok well sometimes it takes time and you know sometimes i don't know what how i want to approach something and i figured out how i want to approach it and now and then he approached it without me well (laughs) to each his own so yeah i started tiktok first and then i was like we should do this for Orlando out of context and so uh we did it and we're like over ten thousand followers now. and right now we're actually doing an uh a tiktok live while we're mm-hmm. recording this so if you already follow us maybe watch this i don't know but there's a few people watching hey everyone on tiktok say hello if you're if you're watching um there's a few people watching it looks like on orlando out of context so uh, if you're watching on TikTok, this is being recorded on Saturday, August 15th, um, and it will premiere uh, on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you consume your um, podcast. It'll premiere on Wednesday. So make sure you check it out on um, wherever you consume your podcast, basically. So, yeah. Um, we went to Island Grove Wine Company in Kissimmee uh, a few weekends a few weekends ago which is some place that I had heard about and I told Steph hey there's a winery out there I don't know you might have heard about it from somebody mm-hmm. else too but uh so I was kind of curious cuz I've heard about it over the y- last year or two and um we went a few weekends ago and uh it was a nice experience it's it's a nice little uh diversion to kind of you know change things up a little bit i loved it uh i really didn't have any expectations because you know you and i have been to napa in california and done wine tastings there and seen all like all the big wineries out in california so i wasn't sure what to think about a winery here in florida but it was awesome it was beautiful they have a really nice event space there if you want to have uh, we posted a TikTok about it. We got a lot of people saying that they either had their wedding there or they're going to be looking forward to having their wedding there. Yeah. Uh, everyone had great things to say about it. It's it, it's a pretty uh, it's pretty nice. It's newer. It's definitely a uh, newer construction, and they have they actually do have um, they have some vines there. They have some uh, uh, vineyards there. Actually, grapes growing there, um, and it's. It's good. They have a nice bar area. They do have a food menu there. Um, you can do tastings, similar to the wine room in Winter Park, where you load up the card and you go to the machines and they auto dispense the um, the samples. Um, uh, so it, it's great, and the food was good too. The food was really great. We had pretzel bites with beer cheese, and then you ordered uh, a cheese platter. Mm-hmm. And uh, some of the ho- the cheese there was, he said, house made, right? Um, the that soft cheese? cheese, the soft cheese was house made, and it was good. Um, Saturdays are sangria Saturdays, and the sangria was like five dollars. It was pretty good. Now their wines, I would say, are on the sweeter side, and they're not like they're not like sophisticated. I think that's why I really wines. liked it. <laughs> that's why Stephanie really liked it. But I thought it was good. I think it's a great experience. Because a lot of the tastings were pretty cheap, like. So the way the machine works is you get a tasting, a half glass, or a glass. So most, I don't think I saw anything, like maybe above two. Everything that I tasted was like a dollar eighty some for a tasting. 
Yeah. So if you um if you're like in the Kissimmee area, it's in Kissimmee off of 192. So if you're in the area, live in that area, or if you want to take like a you know quarter day trip, uh, it's an easy easy quarter day trip if you're in the Central Florida area just to you know come down here and uh, try it out. Or if you're staying like uh, at Disney and you're doing Disney and you want you know, on your pool day, you want to have kind of an excursion or yeah. something like that. It's There's a, a nice lot of Airbnbs back in that area too. Yeah. If you're staying back there. So we highly recommend the Island Grove wine company in Kissimmee. It's just off from Mimosa gardens, uh, right next to Margaritaville, which is another place we, uh, stopped by, um, after the wine, t- uh, tasting or the, our time there at the winery, we went over to sunset walk, which is right in front of Margaritaville. They've really done a nice job of developing Margaritaville and the area in front of it. And we stopped at uh, cafe de Evian. I think that's how you pronounce it, but it's a cafe, uh, bakery that comes from, I believe New York city. So we have a location here now. And what did you think of the croissants? I thought they were really, really good. You know, they weren't number one. Like you told me after coming back from France that our true croissant does not bend. Yeah. There's no curve in a true croissant. So they didn't bend and they were just very flaky and buttery. 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 And chocolate, of course. I love chocolate microsons. Yeah. Uh, I, got I wish a, I would have gotten two. I got a plain one, and I actually, I didn't eat it that day. I saved it for the next day, and I heated it up in the air fryer. It was perfect. Ooh. That's why I should have gotten to. And I didn't, next put, time. I didn't put it on the high setting of the air fryer. I kind of did a lower setting and I let it just. We're newly addicted to the air fryer too. Now we got an air fryer in quarantine. And I don't know if we talked about that on the podcast. Basically we've been cooking every single thing imaginable in it. We, I thought, so I bought it. I bought a small one and cause I bought a small one thinking, well, I want to be able to store it cause it's, I, I'm the type of person that doesn't like a lot of things out on the yeah. counter with our kitchen. We have to kind of, because it's, there's not a lot of cabinet storage space. So I thought, let me get the smallest one. So, you know, when we're not using it, we can put it under, but that thing has not been ever put away because <laughs> we use it we almost use it like every, day. every day. I don't even think we use the oven that much anymore. Uh, no, we don't use the oven much because we use the air fryer and it just makes everything taste better. It's I don't know. so good. I don't know. I didn't believe the hype around it until I, I actually, I went over to a friend's house and they served me stuff from the air fryer and I was like, oh, this is good. And so I was like, I got to get, I got to get one. I got to have this. We've made uh, brownies, cupcakes, uh, bacon. You made salmon. I do salmon in it. Chicken I do nuggets. Chicken. I do raw fries. chicken in there. It's really great to reheat leftovers. Like, you know, sometimes there's that stuff you get from maybe Ale House or like, you know, kind of like fried well, food that you know is going to taste like trash you, if you reheat it. But You heat up um, the Hungry Pants uh, Collie yeah, Tots. Yeah, I love in getting it. Collie Tots. And usually I'm always at work when Brian goes to Hungry Pants, so he'll bring me home Collie Tots. And then if I just pop those in the air fryer... They're, they're just good. as good it's as, as if like when they're served. It. Yeah. And I think Joey and Alex are kind of like, at least Joey was like, really? You and told like, him? Yeah. And I was like, yes, it, it tastes just as good. I don't think, I don't know if they have an air fryer. So I, don't I think bet they, they wouldn't have a hair fryer. But they should. I told them you need to get one. People that are like, because they're like really into cooking. like. But an air cooking. fryer is, it, it's legit. An air fryer is legit. 
What's going on over there on TikTok? I can't see what's going on because I'm far from the screen. Something, I, I don't know. We'll read it later. I can't read Something about because you're the best, keep on <laughs> your content. Don't let nobody stop you. That's right. We're going to the top. Thank you, Jaden. Five stars on Apple Podcasts. I think that's Jaden. Who is that? <laughs> Jaden. I think that that's what it is. But they're so far away right now, I can't hardly read it. Um, thanks, Jaden. Uh, let's see. I've uh, went to the Robinson Coffee Room um, a few weeks ago, which is downtown, which is the Robinson Room has been there. Uh, and then downstairs below the Robinson they put a coffee room, and it's big. It looks big. I, I didn't get to go, but your footage, watching your footage, it looked like there were a lot of different, little different areas yeah, to sit in. Yeah, there's different little areas to sit, and it's it's substantial in size. It looks peaceful, too. I like the vibes in there. It yeah. just looks calming. It's a good, peaceful vibe. There's a little fountain as you enter, and it's very... I would say it's minimalistic, but it's stylish. It's, it's kind of chic. Not a lot of clutter. You know, it's nice. Yeah, I don't know what style I would put it in, but it doesn't have a California vibe. So do they have anything I would drink other than coffee? Uh, Yeah, they probably might have something. Um, I was there like kind of like around 9, 9.30, and I felt like their brunch selection could have been better. They had avocado toast, which I can't do avocado toast because I have a reaction to avocado. And then they had... I had the ricotta and jelly, which was fine. And then they might have had maybe one breakfast sandwich. So but what do you put on crackers were or toast? Or no, what? it was uh, it was like toast, and then it it was uh, toast, then the ricotta, then the jelly. It's all prepared for you, and it was good. It was good. And then I had a matcha with pink um, whipped cream on top. Oh, I like cute. pink whipped cream. It was cute. Um. I think I would go back to the Robinson. I think I would go back. Um, maybe I would go for lunch. So I wouldn't. I just thought there was going to be more options for breakfast. We did have some people comment that they tried going and really couldn't find anywhere to sit during because of social distancing. So we're guessing maybe it gets a little bit busier during the day because mm -hmm. you went super early in the morning. So just be aware of that if you are planning to go. Jake Fraser is on um, Instagram. He says, love this. Thank you. Appreciate that. Make sure you guys tune in to um, Orlando Out of Context on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Follow us on there. We'd love that. So the other thing on my list here, and these are in no particular order because I was just going through, maybe they are in some kind of order a little bit because I was going through my phone pictures. That's how sometimes when we're Spark like, our memories. when we're sitting down <laughs> to do a podcast and we're like, what are we going to talk about? We, I go through my pictures and see everything. So the next thing on my list is Gods and Monsters, which is the comic book store in, um, in Orlando here. This is a hidden gem, okay? I don't like anything that's like comic books. I don't like really Stephanie's anything. not like a fan I girl. I don't care anything about any of that. But I was highly impressed. It's nice. I have a... I love anyone who puts... Like, anyone who's obsessed with anything, I can respect that. And this place has a little bit of everything. It's nice and clean. Uh, we spoke with the owner. He was really nice. 
Um, and I we might like do we might do a whole podcast yeah, episode we with to him. him about doing a podcast. So we might have a whole po- gods and monsters podcast. I would like to learn learn more about them the owners and how they started it and they used to gods and monsters used to be an artigan and they used to fill a huge 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 uh space he told us they used to do mud wrestling yeah and i didn't know that but it was a huge space it was very well themed and this new space is much smaller than the original um space they had at artigan um but in the back they have like a kind of hidden bar and it is amazing. I mean, this is where my interest really peaked because I felt that it was more like, I don't know, it kind of sparks the interest of someone who's into scary, like horror movies, like weird. Like there were some things that were not really comic book related back there. Like yeah, some it was a little bit scary more. things, which I'm into that horror, like scary genre. They had like a big, uh, you know, that movie, The Alien Mm-hmm. They had one of those figurines. Up it looked there. like it had come from the great movie ride. Yeah, yeah. And they have uh, table games like Pac Man. Mm-hmm. They have uh, they had a Tron table s- game. Some consoles where you can play. Um, and they have like a ton of beer. When they're serving beer, they had a huge list. I, I was shocked at honestly the amount of beers that they carry. So there. unfortunately, they're not serving right now during COVID because of the laws. But they do have, if you go during COVID, obviously you want to wear your mask and respect the rules of the store. But uh, you can go. He has it opened, so you can go back there and, and, and check it out. But they aren't serving alcohol at the moment. So just be aware of that if you um, head that way. But all, honestly, though, this space really does have a nice outdoor space so as you're entering it's kind of like in a kind of a strip of other stores but there's sort of a courtyard an enclosed, in the front, court, an enclosed courtyard. courtyard and they have large tables set up there where you could play like um board games honestly the the owner of this strip mall really could do more yeah if they could do more and make it nicer if they put some like food spots if like a really dope restaurant went in next door they could have some really nice events because they could make money off each other. Honestly, it's a great idea if a restaurant, like, well, you know how we have the Supasan themed yeah. restaurant? It would be nice if a themed restaurant went, you know, went in there knowing that Gods and Monsters is right there and then they collaborated together to do events and to do special themed nights. And that stuff. would be awesome. And then you could take over that courtyard because right next door, there's also a record store right yeah. next door to gods and monsters. So if you haven't been to gods and monsters, you definitely need to check it out. It's off of inner. It's right on international drive. It's kind of in the little Brazil area. It's not far from the um, outlets, the international drive outlets, not the, not the Vineland outlets, but the international drive outlets. So definitely don't miss Gods and Monsters and Vault uh, 5421. So the next thing on my list, um, these are the next two things on my list are things that I've done. So uh, one of them being Southern Contempor- Contemporary or SoCo, which uh, my friend, uh, our friend really, Kundin, um, wanted to do brunch and she suggested this place. Um, and I had always seen SoCo on like... I don't know if they're on Byte 30, but they're on the Magical Dining, I think. And they're they they're always on a lot of lists because I recognize yeah. their logo. 
and they sh- it's short uh they call themselves soco too but the full name is southern contemporary and uh it's really good the f- everything i tasted was really good i got the um chicken and dumplings and it was chicken over with some kind of sauce over lobster dumplings and they it was so savory lobster dumplings it was so savory and tasty it was delicious um i recommend that and then um kundin got the chicken and french toast and that's a combo you don't see yeah normally it's chicken and waffles waffles, but uh it was kind of cool i did have a bite of it and it was delicious um very good and then for my um for my entree i had um salmon and potato cakes and also the dumplings was a the dumplings was the an appetizer oh okay i was feeling a little extra that day because you know we have i haven't been to so many fine dining (laughs) i don't know if i would call soco fine dining you've been eating takeout for so damn long yeah and cooking here i was like well let me because i wanted to try stuff yeah yeah i wanted to you know try stuff and full experience yeah um i also they have 15 dollar endless mimosas did you do that oh yeah i did that and it, and whatever sparkling wine that they have for the mimosas is very good. It's not chintzy cheap wine. It's good. So it didn't stuff. leave you with a headache for the rest of the day. It did not, and it was good. just crisp and refreshing. It w- did not taste like cheap. And so tell me a little more about your experience with that. Did they bring you a carafe? Did they like you know how sometimes when you get endless drinks they kind of try to slow you down? They didn't slow me down. No. Uh, and I'm trying to remember if they brought carafes. I think that I, basically because of COVID, anything I asked for, they probably would have done, you know, because they were just <laughs> happy. I was been like, there. Uh, I'll give me three bottles of champagne and a whole carafe of orange juice. But Thank I didn't you. I didn't do any planning. I let, you know, I, I let Kundins tell me where to go, basically. And I didn't do any research or planning. But so where's SoCo lo- located? It's, it's right by Lake Eola in kind of the Thornton park area. Okay. So it's best if you get a reservation. And if I had done the planning, I would have made sure that we had a reservation, but couldn't didn't get a reservation or anything. So luckily we were there right before they opened and we were able to secure a table. So, um, but I would recommend that you get a reservation before going, especially if you're going to be in a larger party size, get a reservation, but I would definitely go there with you. I would take other people there, uh if you haven't been it's not a new place but if you're looking for a new place and you haven't been there definitely check out southern contemporary it's it's worth it for brunch so the next thing i have on my list is the polite pig which is at disney springs one night i think i wanted to just walk around that was your first time eating polite pig yeah it was my first time eating polite pig because whenever i eat walk by polite pig i'm like oh it's kind of expensive it's very expensive. And so I decided to be like, okay, I decided I was going to, you know, just bite the bullet and try it. So the polite pig is done by um, the ravenous pig, which is in Winter Park, which I have been there and it's very good. Um, so I wasn't too much in doubt that it was going to be good here as well. And it was good. So I brought it home. I ate there one time on a date. Oh, you did? Yeah. What did you have? Uh, I believe I had chicken and mac and cheese. What did you think? I thought it was good. I 
I just feel like it was a little overpriced. I, I think that because of the things that I wanted to eat, I had to purchase sides. So basically everything is like sides, but they do have some meals, I think. Mm-hmm. But because nothing I wanted fit within a meal, I had to buy the sides. So gotcha. I think that made it a little bit more expensive. Gotcha. Yeah, I think that, you know, it's a higher price tag, but I think it's worth it because, you know, it is uh, the ravenous pig, basically. And, you know, it's worth it. Ravenous pig is more fine dining, I would say, to some extent. It's finer dining. So I, you know, I get it. It smells good. I mean, like when you park there in the lime garage, in the lime garage, you can smell it. Like as you're coming down the escalator, it's good. Um, they were carrying Gideon's cookies there for a while. I don't know. They were. Um, I think they were getting a very limited stock, and I tried going to get. If you if you went later in the day, yeah. If you went later in the day on a day that they got Gideon's, they would pretty much be gone. But the nice thing now is that we haven't talked about this. I don't think on the podcast is that uh, Disney Springs is getting a Gideon's. Yes. So they're getting their first flagship store, and it's going to be right here at Disney Springs. I'm excited to see small businesses. Yeah. Coming into like that tourist area as opposed to these large And chains. it's going into a place. Uh, Prime location, I think. Yeah, which that location. A corner spot. That location has never done well um, because I think just just type of shops that went in, nobody cared about. Yeah. But it's going right in across from uh, Wine Bar George. Um, I think it's a great location. It's a convenient location just to park at Lime Garage and you know walk Got straight over. over there. And if you needed to pick up Gideon's, um, they are going to have cakes as well there. And I think that they're going to. Uh, I know they've hired on a new chef. I th- uh, I think they're probably going to have specialty things as well. Uh, so. I think they hired the chef from the pharmacy. If I'm not mistaken, I think you did tell me that. I was reading that online. So that's exciting that the Gideon's is coming. Uh, Gideon's is good. It's really good. I think. The cookies. Uh, the are only huge. cookie that I've had was the Halloween cookie. So the pro tip on the cookies, which uh, we've kind of learned from Rosie from Rosie Roaming Orlando, is Rosie will buy the cookies and then she'll cut them into pieces and then freeze them and then take them out of the freezer as she wants to consume. I think them. that's a good, uh, you know, because the cookie is an investment at the price point of this yes. cookie. It's an investment, and you know, to just space out your caloric intake. You definitely don't want to eat this cookie in one sitting, for sure. Right. Uh, yeah, don't eat the whole cookie. <laughs> but and their cake is good too. I I have had their cake. What cake? What kind of cakes do they have? Um, sometimes they'll mimic whatever their like f- the specialty flavor is of the cookie that month or whatever or however long they have their specialty cookies running. They will do a cake version of it. So. Um, I think they rotate their cake flavors, but I think that when Disney Springs, my guess is, is that they are going to have that, that menu where there will be certain things that are always there. And then hopefully yeah. they're going to bring in those specialty things because those specialty things is what keep m- the guests what, coming back. Yeah. For the, that's how that's Gideon's model right now is having the specialty cookies and like rosie she's on a mission to eat all of the different flavors as they come out i wonder how what her list is up to how many uh, i don't know they have made because they do do quite a few yeah i don't know we'll have to to ask her i'm sure she has an excel spreadsheet (laughs) 
<laughs> Probably. <laughs> we need to have her back on the podcast. We will. We definitely will. So the last thing I have written here on the list is this is something that you've done and then I'm I want to do, but the timing just hasn't been right yet. And the you know, it's all a matter of the movie and stuff. But is the Lakeland uh drive in movie theater. Oh yes, the Silver Moon Drive in and it's beautiful. Uh I went a couple I went I've been twice. And it's just a really nice experience. It's like, I think, $6 per adult. And, you know, you can bring your own snacks in with you. But they also have an awesome snack bar that everything is really good prices. Like, super cheap. I think my sister and I got, like, nachos and popcorn and drinks and candy for, like, under $20. I'm pretty sure. Um but check their website because they've been running like a lot of really good movies. They had, um, I saw Beetlejuice. Uh, they were doing recently, they were doing wizard of Oz, like the original wizard of Oz. Uh, they were doing, we saw Goonies, uh, Charlie and the chocolate factory. So I pulled up the website. So this weekend, uh, it won't matter to you, uh, because uh, this episode will have aired after this has happened. But tonight they were playing Shrek 2 and Despicable Me 2 and then um, on screen one. And then on screen two they're playing <laughs> Billy Madison and Happy Gilmore. So they're doing Adam Sandler movies. Next week, um, on the 21st, they are doing... I guess is it what? Does it run... Friday, Saturday nights? I'm not really sure. I'm pretty sure they're open seven days a week. Um, but I don't know the schedule. I think I just check every week because every week they have a new, they have two new movies. Gotcha. On the list. So it just starts on Friday and yeah. then it goes for that week. Okay, gotcha. Just go to their website. <laughs> um, so on the 21st, it starts Spaceballs and the Three Amigos, a double feature. And then uh, also on that 21st, the other um, screen is going to show RoboCop and The Terminator. They were playing Selena. That would have been a good one to see. And then this one might be a good one to go see. You might be interested in this one. And I would go see this. Is um, on the 28th, they have Carrie and then uh, The Silence of the Lambs. Yes. I would yes. see those. I want to go see like a really scary movie in the dark in the car. You well, know. I like I like uh, I like Silence of the Lambs. I've, I've never, never seen, seen either Carrie. one of those. Really? Mm-mm. You might. I, th- I think you might like Silence of the Lambs. It's very. It's a thriller, you know, type film. Um, and then the other screen they're doing. Oh, this is great! They're doing um, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, which, which is a classic. Which uh, the new movie of that? I think it's the it's a sequel of that is coming out to theater soon. So that's oh, probably why know. that's probably why they're showing it. And then, uh, along with that movie, uh, they're going to show Thelma and Louise. So, you know, it's, this is a great thing. We've talked about this. I think you and I have talked about this. Maybe not. It was, maybe it was a live that I had with on TikTok, but, um, it would be great for, drive-in movie theaters to come back a little bit walmart's doing it i think it. it's time to make a comeback sea world yeah. sea world did it um i was saying the other day disney should do it yeah disney has empty huge parking lots 
yeah. And they, I'm sure they have something to set up a. Oh yeah. All the events that we that's, do, I'm sure they nothing. have something to set up a screen. That's nothing. They could literally have like four screens. Imagine that. Um, you know who's been doing it? Uh, Bungalower and the bus. So they they've do- been doing. Uh, if you're a part of the Bungalower Buddies program, uh-huh. which I'm not very, I'm not very familiar with. Uh, they were doing uh, around town. They were doing it in different spots. Like I know at Ace Cafe, they had an event and they were selling out like crazy. I heard. I'm sure they were. So was it a drive-in t- style? Yeah. Okay. So they were going in larger parking lots with a place where they could project the movie and selling the tickets. And, you know, we, because we can't go back to sitting in the movie theater, what better way to social distance and still give... Like, especially all the movies that are just hanging in lurch that should have come out in the theater that didn't get, you know, the chance to make any money. I did notice today that when I walked into Universal Studios, um, the, uh, is it what, AMC there at the City Walk, or is it, I think it's a Cinemark now, um, that they were playing older films, they were playing older Indiana Jones films, they were playing the Harry Potter films. So you can go back to some theaters. It's just that the the studios aren't pushing their movies out because uh, the new movies out because there's not all theaters are open. People don't want to go back yet. Uh, you know the rules that are in place for uh, social distancing and and masks and stuff. So, but you know, like you talked about on your TikTok uh, about Mulan. Disney Plus is releasing Mulan, but at the charge of $30. Right. Now, Disney could release Mulan nationwide to uh, all existing drive-ins and anyone who wanted to create one of these events and charge. They probably wouldn't make the money. And they could make money. They wouldn't make the money that they want to make. I mean, SeaWorld, look at SeaWorld. They're doing drive-in events and they're charging $50 per car. I wonder if they're selling out. To see uh, Trolls. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think Disney... Disney, basically, I think the idea... And I don't want to go on a tangent about this too much. But the idea is to get as many people onto Disney Plus and to focus on Disney Plus as possible because that's basically the future now is yeah. is streaming. So it's just another way to push people onto streaming. And uh, yeah, so that was, uh, that was the stuff that was on my list. Is there anything else that you can think of that we've done? I feel like... We are starting to do a little bit more, kind of, though, uh, you know, it's just... I don't know. I'm just to the point where I do want to do things, but then at the same time, I don't want to tempt my fate, if you will. You know, like, I don't want to put myself in a place to be around too many people because, thank God, I have stayed healthy up to this point. Uh, Even though I have to go to work and I've gone to work every single day throughout this whole thing... You know, I've stayed healthy because, you know, I work really hard at that. So I kind of don't want to be anywhere that's too many people, but I still do want to go out and experience things. So it's just finding, you know, finding those places that you feel are safe, businesses that are being responsible and um, stuff like that. So the there is one more thing I wanted to talk about and that uh, probably will cover on TikTok as well. So the first ever small format Target store is t- coming to Orlando. It's actually already open. Oh, so why do they have to test the first one on us? So because it's progress. So um, we are getting it actually within walking distance 
from where we are right now and uh it's the first small format because when uh, when this was being built you know it didn't look like the smallest one ever but it didn't look like a big one so it is a small format um it is 6500 uh, square feet so it'll feature apparel and accessories for the whole family, home decor and essentials, assortment of health, personal care, beauty products, grab-and-go groceries and fresh produce, adult beverage assortment, Starbucks, CSV, CVS Pharmacy, and they'll have a order pickup and drive up. And here's some pictures of the store. It looks really nice. So, you know the... Uh, the Target over by Florida Mall. That is a small Target. I don't know. No, that's that's the old format of Target. So but that's I mean, it's smaller. Like everything there is limited. They don't carry certain things. The, even the grocery section is cut by half. That's like for me growing up. That's the Target style that we went to before Super Target Correct. was invented. Before Super Target. So this is a very where that is very much in the past. This is a f- full new concept that Target has in- is introducing. And um, this article says that Target is going to plan to open more small format stores in places where a full-size store may not fit, um like urban areas, dense uh suburban neighborhoods, etc. I think it's a perfect spot because if you have those people that want to get that target experience like here you know we're kind of in the middle of a few targets but not like one like a thrown yeah. stow away so uh, it's kind of cool that they're doing um so you said it's open already when did it open um Cause i that believe guy told it o- us the 16th i believe it opened today so i, I think it opened t- today which Man, is the 15th we should have went over just check it out I'm gonna go tomorrow. I want to smell the fresh smell. I'm going to I'm gonna go to tomorrow and get some footage of it, and uh, but it, it looks nice. the The pictures look really nice, and uh, it's kind of cool to have something that's a totally new. Well, I mean, it's Target, so it's not totally new, but a new concept right next to us. And you know, we had never seen anything going over there. We had never seen anything like the way it's yeah. it's shaped. So it is actually a new concept in in. You know, the Target over there uh, in Winter Garden, uh, at Winter Garden Village, it has a huge portion of the store that isn't even used because, you know, Target used to have a garden department. I mean, they have it for years now, but it's just like this huge, uh, I mean, you could put a whole other business in there and it's just unused space. I wonder if they should turn it into a drive through area for drive up pickup you know they that would could be cool transform it into you know uh, modern day prep COVID area things. yeah well i think that covid pushes us into a lot of different things and one of the things is really people doing ordering their groceries and doing uh, a pickup order which is great so anything else that you want to talk about no well, thanks, guys. Sorry it's been so long. This is actually, this is episode 70, so it's a little bit of a milestone uh, episode. Uh, so thanks for joining us. Thanks for, you know, hanging in there. Thanks to everyone on TikTok. I don't think there's too many people. Who's <laughs> still on TikTok? People are probably tired of us uh, yapping our mouths. <laughs> but um, I don't know when we'll be back next time. Maybe in a week, maybe in two weeks. 
you know, we got to build up enough stuff. Yeah, that's the thing that we are, our role. Oh, well, we're going to, we have some plans for the coming weekend. So hopefully we can talk about that. Yeah. So, well, until next time, guys. Bye. Bye. Follow us on Instagram at Orlando Out of Context. Instagram is where you can connect and interact with us as well as see photos and videos related to this week's episode. Make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, and iHeartRadio.